On this episode of Meet the CEO, Jean-Hubert Ishimwe Kuraija or Kashiresi joins us. He opens up about working in a space and country that has its foot forward in the innovation space and also what it means to develop tech solutions with an African perspective. From over 811 cities, 120 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The Cave Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Jean Hubert Ishimwe? I am a Rwandan. I am uh, as well a father of a five month old uh, lady. I'm a mean killer. <laughs> What else? And I'm software developer for how many years now? Since I'm It is almost 10 years. And I am always driven by uh, analyzing like the daily, daily life in our communities and find gaps uh, which we can fill using technology. That's why I am into tech. I'm like, uh, I, 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 for example, like every time I'm, uh, I'm into conversation with someone, I am always like looking. Uh, what are we talking about and uh, is there any challenge which we can solve through technology? So basically I would say that's all of who I am. Uh, I really love technology a lot and apart from technology, uh, I'm into cycling. If I'm not on my laptop, mostly I'm on a bike riding. So uh, I would say uh, in brief, that's who I am. Talk to us about Kashiresi. Uh, yeah, Kashiresi is, uh, is, uh, is a mobile application. Uh, which uh, what 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 we were trying to do is like uh, to also came from an experience I had. I was like, how 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 what? For example, I, I myself and a lot of people I know, they're like, you send someone money, and at the end of the day, you are not sure or you don't even know what that money has been used for, right? And I was like, what if uh, we can create a shared wallet, a digital shared wallet, and every time. Uh, for example, if I'm the owner of the wallet, I can just put money in there and, and everyone who is on the same shared wallet can use that money. So, and that was one. And second, uh, I was really struggling a lot personally uh, with uh, how to categorize my spendings. So it's like, how much do I, did I spend in, uh, in a month or on a fuel, right? Or in groceries, such kind of things. And it was like, uh, I tried to find solutions locally, and it was like all those solutions where you had to you had to add a, uh, to manually input data. And I was like, if we can make it very possible and very easy, like every time you 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 transact, and that transactions that transaction is recorded and it's it's, it's gone into uh, and it's gone into. Uh, a categorized uh, report so that like at the, at the end of the time you can clearly see how much you are spending on everything and in everything as well. What is a shared electronic wallet and how does it work? Okay, let's let's start by budgeting. It's like, to me, the way I understand, it is really hard uh, to say you are reaching far or you are going, you are going far uh, with, without like understanding your money or without understanding your habits. So um, that that that's the part one. It's like before, if I'm talking about savings, if I'm talking about being wise with my money, I have always to take care of, to to take. Uh, I have to think about uh, how do I spend. So 
I was before even creating like a budget for me. I was more concerned on like I want not each single penny which I mean where I have spent it so that like I can track and be no uh, and, and get to know things. I mean get to know those things which are taking like for example if there is someone who is uh, struggling with like always buying things which they didn't even they don't even need it's like uh, how the app is structured it's like it will shows you how much even percentages and be like in this kind of things you have spent 60 or 70 percent so that to be able to know first of all like uh this is my spending habits and this is how i get i, I this is how i can respond to it so and once you have understood well, spending habits, then you can budget wisely. That that's the concept of that part. And on the part of shared wallet, it's I would say it was just like a brand new idea. Uh, I I will be honest out. I don't know in, in any apps outside outside, especially in Africa, which are doing the same. And for me, when I was talking, I thinking about it was like. I want to make sure that there is just a way to send money to one another, uh, not just uh, as regular as mobile man does, right? So that's how I come up with like, oh, maybe if I can just have a, a shared wallet and and we have a shared wallet at home, so that like let's let's say me and my wife we have one shared wallet and all the spendings regarding to ha- household are recorded in one place and. I would we would be able to know who is spending a lot and what each of everyone is spending on. Rwanda has been highlighted as one of the countries with a budding ecosystem for startups. What is it like working in such an environment? Um, uh, the space is just fantastic, and to be honest, even as as a runner, it's like it's just like wow. Because um, in Rwanda, support is a lot, even from uh, from the side of the government. Which is really, really motivational. And for example, like now you can arrange a meeting with any person at the BMR or at the bank, the National Bank of Rwanda, which is very, very, very uh, helpful. So um, I would say it is for us uh, who are into startups and who are trying to start to, to, to disrupt. It is like it is for nowadays. It is very easy to think about something, and when you are, I would say. For example, on my side, um, I'm good technically, like I can make apps. So it is very easy just to make, to, to think about a, a, a solution, think about an idea. And next, and the next day, I come up with an MVP. And there is numerous people or users who are ready uh, to, to test. And moreover, even the, the, the government supports. Uh, as we speak now, we are going through uh, regulations at the BNL regarding this his application, uh, which is going re- really well, and we are going. For example, we are, we are being given a lot of feedback and a lot of instructions on how we can navigate. For example, like uh, they have created uh, a sandbox which allows us to test our ideas even before we we get to the licensing level. Uh, so uh, that's 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 a very motivation part to us. It is like every time we're trying to do something. Instead of uh, having, let's say, five blocks to get to where you want to be, it's like there is already an ecosystem. And one apart from that, it's like here, for example, I'm now sitting at Norstein, we are more than 1,000 uh, startup, okay, like participants or uh, people around the house, which there is a lot of startups. So it is like even there is, there is this kind of uh, 
ecosystem where you can get help from one another. It's like share knowledge, you can share experiences, which is really motivational more than just like sitting uh, in our own office somewhere else in Higadi and somewhere, someone is sitting somewhere else. It's like when you come together, there is a way to share knowledge and share experience. I would say in regards to the ecosystems, like from the government level to a startup ecosystem to individuals or users, many people in Rwanda now are getting to understand the technology and its use and what it can help with, such kind of things. So I would be happy to say that it's, like a, it's a good time to be in Rwanda as, as, a, as, a, as a startup founder. What milestones are you proud of so far with Kashiresi? Uh, but I will be honest with you, we are still because uh, we have for it just started with a closed with a, a closed group of uh, users, but to reach uh, a large number on the market, it is still a little bit uh, challenging on our side because uh, as you speak now, we are still uh, in process to get. Uh, licensed under sandbox or to get accepted under sandbox of the National Bank of Rwanda. So uh, that's what we are going through now. And hopefully, uh, I would say by the end of this month, I will be able to secure, I mean, to be on the sandbox so that we can ship the product to a large number of users, not just uh, a friends or a closed group, which, which we can manage. Yeah, that's where we are now. But technically, for example, we already have, I would say we already have an MVP until it has reached the hands of dads of many, many users, that's when you can know that like now this product is really, really well needed. And yeah, technically we are good. Uh, now what we are trying to do is just to go through uh, regulations. What impact are you looking to have with Kashiresi? You, you know, like uh, to run startups, uh, a startup is not easy, to be honest. It's like um, you have to use... Uh, minimum resources and do great things, right? Do a lot of things. So for us now, what we are doing is like, uh, instead of what uh, we chose, so like, um, let's first of all work with those who have smartphones because they are the ones even who can easily understand such kind of concepts as what we are developing. And But uh, I would say, even for us, when we don't know yet, we are also still into market validation, but as as but by the point that uh, by by the point when we see a large number of adoption uh, on the smartphone level and laptop level or web web platform level, I would say it will be very now easy to get to uh, uh, to USSD to I mean to reach uh, users in mass. Um, but I will be honest as well. We want to go step by step. We have we have a big plans on on the project, but. Interestingly, uh, we are like, oh, so let's just go a, a little by little. Uh, but obviously, um, we are we are thinking about uh, the USSD users, especially in Rwanda. There are still many, and by there, what also we are very grateful about is like uh, uh, the smartphone smartphone penetration in Rwanda is is increasing at highest level. Challenges you have encountered? Uh, of course, even even though I said. Uh, there is uh, government support, but still, like regulations are something to still go through. Especially when you are when you are a startup and with limited funds, and I mean with no impact. That's one. And second thing is um, there is like you have to do double work or even an immense work to for people to understand uh, the product. For example, 
uh, for a group of like 20 people in different time period of time I have talked to when I was like raising raising uh, a question about like how do you use your money or are you wondering every time be like I am sure where I have spent my money and I can just get get to know like get, get to have a report so most of the people were like I don't even think about it but by the time for example I I show them I do a demonstration of of the ad that be like oh wow this is something I can use so which means uh, there is a need but probably people have not yet understood that there is a need so which means as well as like any technology might we we, we might develop or any innovation any kind of innovation there is this um still uh, work to do in regards to it's like it's it's like tell someone uh, to tell someone of a problem he does he has but he didn't know that he had right so uh, I would say also that's that's a heavy work uh, to reach out to people and and uh, show them like what uh, what technology can be used for to impact their life positively. What changes would you like to see in your industry? If they can increase the support in market validation for uh, helping startups get market validation, that will be very fantastic. For example, let's say, uh, let me just be uh, think about uh, like think about this this way. It's like um, maybe there is an edges or there is a center which like if you are you are presenting your solution and that center maybe is is uh, just mandate to help you uh, to reach to customers. I mean that's that's the work of or that has to be the work of of a startup. But as as like um, the industry leaders, which means like the government or and other uh, players, they have a, a a large reaching hand which can reach someone's and. For me, what I am very, very interested about is always reaching out to customers in the best ways. So if there is like, in any way, any kind of framework or any kind of uh, strategy which can help startups to reach out to customers in a large number, that would be really, really helpful. Is there a growth expansion plan in Africa? Absolutely. Um, thinking about other markets and, for example, even the way we have structured our technology, it is to be used or to be, I mean, be ready for expansion to Uganda over in the West Africa. Um, but obviously, uh, what we are not just building a startup for Rwanda alone, but it has to be uh, for scale at large, and especially in Africa. So uh, as we are speaking now, we are, we are in touch with different people from around Africa. And also we are trying to gather the top because uh, if there is something I've learned, it is like, what works in Rwanda, it, it, it can work in another country, but in a different way, right? So before even gets, I mean, if before gets to the other markets, we are we are starting to learn about the culture, about how does people do their things. Because like, if we can try to bring something with the way it works in Rwanda, immediately put it in Uganda, it might be different, right? So uh, even though we are still waiting, for example, to be licensed here in Rwanda, but we are... Uh, we are talking with different people, for example, in um, in in, in Sierra one, like to understand the culture of people there, like and see how we can penetrate as well. 
And where do you see Jean Hubert in the next five years? Oh my goodness. Uh, in the next five years, only when I'm projecting, I'm, I'm, I'm projecting both especially young generation or the youth who are wisely, who are wise in managing their finances. That's for me, that's, that's the dream. And I'd be like, I don't want, for example, my little child to, to grow up where she doesn't know like to get really, really in good at adding to his, her financial, her finances so that like he is, she's able to know what she has spent and what she has spent on. So for me, that's, that's, that's what I see in five years or even beyond. An African generation, which is wise with money, it is not like spending just for spending, but there is this essence of what, know why you are spending and also get to understand you, your finances. For me, I truly believe we are talking about saving, we're talking about anything, but until when we have mastered uh, our, our spending uh, habits, that's when we'll be thinking about wealth and yeah, advancing it worth. So that's where I see ourselves in five years, be, be it Aiden. <laughs> now a company of that organization, which, uh, which is helping a uh, young generation through it to, I mean, to grow with this kind of mindset of knowing what, what they're spending on and be able to cut off those unnecessary uh, spends. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Gold prices rose over 2,040 US dollars an ounce on Thursday, the highest since March 2022, boosted by a softer dollar after more data reinforced the US economy is cooling, raising expectations the Fed could hold interest rate hikes or even cut them soon. The latest data showed US producer prices fell the most in nearly three years in March, while markets were expecting a flat reading. In addition, another report showed weekly claims rose more than expected last week. Earlier, the headline inflation in the U.S. fell to 5% compared to forecasts of 5.2% and the monthly rate increased by 0.1%, half the market expectations. On the other hand, core inflation edged up higher to 5.6% and was in line with forecasts. FOMC minutes show that the Fed sees more policy firming as appropriate, but some officials considered a pause in the tightening cycle in March due to the banking turmoil. And a quick trip around Africa, the Namibian GDP expanded by 1.9% year-on-year in the fourth quarter of 2022, slowing from a downwardly revised 3.9% rise in the previous three-month period. It marks the seventh consecutive quarter of growth, though the weakest in the current sequence began in the second quarter of 2021, hampered by declines in manufacturing and construction and financial intermediation. On the other hand, strong performances were recorded in mining and querying, hotels and restaurants, and utilities and wholesale and retail trade. Also, output rebounded in transport and storage and agriculture. Considering the full year of 2022, the economy expanded by 4.6%, the most since 2014, after an upwardly revised 3.5% rise in the year before, mainly boosted by primary activities. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is the kfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at Withadong. With